Blog Talk Radio. All right, everyone, and welcome to Main Street Universe. I'm your host, Mr. Daniel Michael, and we'll be back just after this. We have a slight issue with the buttons, but here goes the plug, and we will return to the universe. Forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. Song for a while, and the song is called Sixth 
son. And we want to wish Jim and Ashley well as they are recovering. Both of them came down with some medical conditions recently, and they're pretty young. They're like in their 30s. But so we all are sending prayers. I think it's working out. I think they're healing, and we'll be back playing some music again soon. All right. I want to remind everybody that Main Street Universe is a network here on Blog Talk Radio that has a few different shows, including this one, the flagship show, the one that started it all, with myself and Janice, our white associate producer. It used to be myself and Kevin Baird. Brett Hillman's been with us. Melissa DeGenova was with us for a little while. And a few others, I'm sure, that I'm forgetting. <laughs> Which reminds me, I ran into Evan Poss uh, uh, the other week when we How's were Evan? doing great. Uh, we were playing music. And myself and Terry, our violin player, went out to the open mic at the Alchabine and ran into Evan and his sister there. And Evan used to be the host of a show here on Main Street Universe called Zagrayana Radio. And if anybody there knows Evan, he's an incredibly well-read young man who has a degree in comparative religious studies. And he believed... Super nice. Super nice guy. Very kind of gentle person. And he believed in forming his own pantheon. So he created his own religion, and the goddess of that religion was Zara. And he even wrote this big, long, epic poem about it that was quite lovely, actually. It was called Zara and the Clay Pots. So anyway, that was Evan Pass of Zariana Radio, which is no longer on Mr. Universe, but you can catch it on some of the old archives from the very poetic Mr. Evan Pass. We also have, on Tuesday evenings, we have 10 p.m. Eastern Time. We have Green Magic, Green Medicine, with your hostess, Miss Susan Weed, the great master herbalist who's been around for a pretty good while here doing the natural medicine thing, and she always manages to educate people in ways that they don't expect. Yes, she's coming to my show next month. Yes, and she'll be joining Janice, which brings me to the next show, which is Reflections and Rhythms with your host, Janice R. White. And Janice is also host of the World Reggae Party oh, yes. here in we FBA. Had, uh, Ayana Gregory last week, who's Dick Gregory's daughter. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. It was an awesome interview. That's great. The great actor and comedian uh, Dick Gregory, I remember him. Uh, is he alive still? Yes. Oh, he is? Okay. 84. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure if he was still around yet. Still above ground. Yes. <laughs> All right. That's good. Good to hear. She said he's doing great, too. Oh, good. Good. So then, um, and that's a show that happens once a month on Wednesdays to at times to be announced. We also have the return of Mary Thielen. She is as well doing another once a month show. What we're doing is bringing in a bunch of once a month hosts. It'll actually increase the size of the network, and then everybody doesn't always have to show up every week. But so, which as we all know, can can catch up to you pretty quickly when you're doing this and when you're busy with life. Now, Mary Thielen is the host of a television show that's been on the air here in Fairfax, Virginia for about 17 years, and it's called Telepathic TV with her co-host, Mr. Neville Johnston. So keep an eye out. Join the Main Street Universe. Follow blah blah on Blog Talk Radio, and you'll get the announcements in your email. And it's not too spammy either. So... Or you can join the Main Street Universe Facebook page. We've had a lot of great guests here, including our guests tonight. Uh, 
And I just want to say we have a few more shows coming back. Darren Bucare will be coming back sometime soon with his show Spiritual Insight. So we're getting back. We had a little pause in the action, but we're getting back to growing again and getting bigger again and having more shows, including some more weekly shows that will happen. I'm I'm actually talking to a couple other hosts right now. One's a Chinese herbal medicine expert, so he'll be doing a show about Chinese herbal medicine. And another one who I think specializes in Ayurvedic uh, medicine. So we're going to have a couple of alternative medicine shows here, which I think is a great thing, as well as the artistic and as well as the pagan themes that we have. And Brett Hillman may return as well. (laughs) And Jesse comes on Friday. Uh, Oh, yeah, uh, co-connections with Jesse and Nichols George every Friday. Anyway, our guest this evening is a musician, singer. Her name is Sharon Knight. And Sharon, as it says in part of her bio, wishes to re-enchant the world (laughs) with music. And I'm going to go ahead and bring her on. Hello. Well, Sharon, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Good. <laughs> now, I guess if we get started, I guess we'll just start off at the beginning, for those that don't know you or for those that are you know, looking at your website or whatever right now, when did you first discover that music was going to be part of you or part of your life? When did you first discover music? Oh, boy. <laughs> A long time ago. <laughs> Probably when I was about 15, and it, okay. you know, it, it changed my life. I don't know. I, it's hard to think of anything that's not going to sound easy, but uh, when I heard Led Zeppelin. <laughs> hey, hey to, all right. Yeah, you know, certain music just opens up these other dimensions is what it felt like to me, and it was an escape from my less-than-ideal home life. <laughs> so right around there, I guess. I was probably around 15. Okay. And <laughs> what is your first musical love? Is it is it singing? Is it songwriting? Is it performing? I'm curious. What is your um, motivation? Or just a combination singing, of all? Singing is, yeah, singing is my core, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, and one might say after they see your your imagery or hear your songs, when did you first start, and then I'll let Janice take the questions after this, when did you first start incorporating okay. what you might say is you know, your spirituality into these, into your songs or into what you do? Um, it was about the same time uh, because I started – practicing witchcraft around age 18, and that was when I started really getting serious about music also, and also about the time that I discovered Celtic music, so, which, you know, I became very, very drawn to Celtic spirituality at the same time as I discovered the music, so it was a really natural fusion from the start. Ah, okay. So you are you consider yourself a pagan artist first? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. Uh this is Janice by the way. How you doing, Sharon? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good today. So, um if so, uh and you want to talk about this, which god or goddess are you singing for? And do you feel do you follow, sorry, 
the goddess-centered life? Um, well, yes, I would say so. <laughs> um, I work with probably about six or seven different gods and goddesses. Okay. So nobody really gets center stage. <laughs> um, okay. But you know, they all have to share. Yeah, I mean, within reason, I I don't think I could maintain more than six or seven deity relationships at at any given time, and I definitely have my core ones. And certainly, you know, Celtic spirituality still remains a core part of what inspires me and drives me. Um, However, you know, Hakate is definitely in there as a core. Okay. Okay. Um, why pagan music? It's just. Uh... You well, there? you know, oh, okay. I didn't even necessarily set out to try to be a pagan musician. I just set out to write music that comes from the soul, and and so much of a pagan worldview is in my soul that that's just how it comes out. <laughs> Ah, all right, yes, um, I know I've been sampling uh, a couple songs that a few of them will feature tonight, and um, I feel that some of them could be just Celtic type of music or folk music, Uh, so in your own words, describe your musical style. Uh, well, we call it neo-folk romantique because it is, it's definitely rooted in folk music, but it's not strictly traditional by any means. So we like to think of it as a new twist on folk music, hence the neo-folk, and then we throw romantique in there because we draw from imagery from antiquity, and the songs are very romantic and fanciful and about love and poetry and the beauty of nature and the romantic era in general. So it is loosely based on Celtic traditional music, uh, but also Winter, my partner, he comes from a blues and rock background, so he definitely brings that element in. So we can't really quite call ourselves Celtic music and have that be 100% accurate. We have a similar thing with, with... Yes. Yeah, that's a similar thing with, with my band, Dragon's Head. Is it's yeah. certainly not traditional Celtic music. It's 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 a rock band with melodies that sound kind of medieval, and we got the violin player and sometimes a flute, you know. So it, those elements are there, but it certainly yeah. isn't traditional Irish music. But we call it Celtic rock fusion. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, the first song we have here that we're going to go ahead and play. I uploaded a few. I was you know I was I was moving fast. <laughs> uh, so we got we got three or four of them here, and I just grabbed this first one. is called Porcelain. I wonder if before we play it, if you could just describe your inspiration for it and, and what it's about. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Porcelain Princess is about a marionette, and she falls in love with her puppet master. And if only he would return her love, then she would indeed come to life. Not unlike Pinocchio, um, but. <laughs> He doesn't at first see this capacity in her. So 
so it, it takes a while for him to realize that, that love will bring this person to life. And it's about, really it's about feeling invisible and how we all have this desire to, to be seen and to feel like we're, we're fully alive. And a lot of times we just don't and we feel locked in this prison of our own making. And love is definitely one of the things that brings us to life. So not particularly Celtic, but definitely romantic. Okay. Oh, yeah. It sounds very romantic. Yeah, I like it because, as anyone knows, you can be going through your routine, you can be going through the everyday, but suddenly if you inject it with, oh, my gosh, I'm actually attracted to this person, like everything in your life feels upside down. You know, if you'll change, it's an alchemical change, it's a journey, there's physical chemical changes in the body, all those things. So anyway, <laughs> well explained. And this song is called Porcelain. We'll be back in just a minute with Sharon Knight. Every breath I take 
Sometimes you'll get a little lyrical snippet or a melodic snippet. Uh, sometimes Winter will come up with something. You know, if it's me, I'll usually come up with, with a melody or something on the mandolin. And if it's Winter, it'll be a guitar riff. And uh, we just follow the thread from there. You know, I write a lot, so I try to always be keeping the, you know, imagery field well fertilized, as it were. <laughs> and what else can I tell you? Oh, you know, sometimes we'll even pull tarot cards if, if we get stuck for songs. We'll just flip some cards and see where that leads. Oh, I like that. Do you do that a lot? Yeah. Um, usually only when we're stuck. Okay. Not a, a whole lot, but somewhat regularly. It has happened more than once, that's for sure. <laughs> and usually the tarot cards would tell you the way to go? Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll at least give an idea or some kind of a kernel of inspiration to jump off from. Oh, and then, you I know, there's see. also the, That's a very good the idea. tried and true one that probably everybody knows is uh, if you're just stuck, listen to a song that you really like and try to write something jumping off of that. And, you know, at first it might sound too much like another person's song, but then by the time you tweak it and change it enough and make it your own, it's it's like just a stepping stone. Oh, yes. So, I like that. I like that a lot. Know, Richie Blackmore, yeah. who I, I love his guitar playing, he's he's admitted many times in public, he's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll steal a riff, but then I'll, I'll tweak it and I'll make it my own. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody does that. And, you know, yeah. well, it's just a like family. a launching place. <laughs> yes, everybody yeah, I mean, does once, that. Now. Once you, you know, it's more like you use it as a jumping off place, but then you you mm-hmm. you make it your own to the point that it no longer sounds anything like the, the original. So you're not really – that's my exactly. theory. You're not stealing it you're, if it sounds completely different. I put it this way. <laughs> There's eight notes, and then there are the flats, and there are the sharps. Something exactly. you're going to do, I mean, you you're going to write, is going to be rep- reminiscent of something yeah. else that already exists. Even if you yeah. aren't going, you just said. Even if you're completely thought you just came up with it in your head, which you might have, 
it's still going to sound like something. It's in somewhere yeah. in history, there's a song that sounds like your song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I said, there's eight notes, sharps and flats. It's it's in the, all the multiple combinations with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you definitely have to make it your own for sure. But you've got eight notes, or if you play Middle Eastern music, maybe you've got a few more than that. You're okay with quarter tones. <laughs> yes, yeah. and trills and all that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um. And Janice has the next question. I'll hand the mic over to her. All right. Uh, which musical influences support your musical style? Well, let's see. Lorena McKennett is a really obvious one for us. You know, that's always the, the one everybody pulls out of the gate. <laughs> okay. Um and Celtic music in general, you know, definitely traditional Celtic music like Steel Life Span and Fairport Convention and Planksty and Sinead O'Connor. Um, I really like uh, also Scandinavian folk music makes a little bit of an appearance, or at least it. I listen to it a lot. I don't know if I can claim that it makes an appearance, but I certainly listen to it a lot and love it and then write songs. <laughs> um uh, we're also, both of us are very fond of symphonic and gothic metal and folk metal. Uh-huh. We like it. We like the hard stuff as well. In fact, we have a, another project called Pandemonium that gives us an outlet to play things a little more harder edged. Oh, so, yeah, very cool. Probably, yeah, a lot of folk music and then, you know, hard rock. <laughs> I know that... Um... I have a reggae show that comes on Thursday nights, and uh, for St. Patrick's Day, it was on a Thursday. So I was like, ooh, how much Irish reggae can I find? <laughs> and actually, I found at least 100 songs, wow. So, wow. Uh, including Sinead O'Connor, believe it or not. Yeah. So believe it or not. Wow. So, But that was a real fun uh that was a real fun program because, you know, everybody was like, oh, I bet we can't find any Irish reggae. And there's actually, um can't remember the name of the group right now, uh, but uh, on YouTube they do um an Irish reggae song. And there's also Molly, 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 Molly. Molly's Revenge or something like that where Molly when are you going to marry me and and it was like really Uh, cute because my partner and I went out for St. Patty's Day and we had run into some people and they were like oh there's no such thing as Irish reggae and I I played them a little bit on my show and they're like wow what a concept we never thought that could be possible I think it's great when people smash different traditions together. I know oh, some yeah. staunch traditionalists don't like it, but I love it. Yeah, me too. I oh, yeah. Great. I think that's what makes life interesting. I think how you combine things and make them work. Like, you know, for example, our band, we call it Celtic Rock Fusion. And, you know, our bass player is from Bangladesh. Our backup guitar player is <laughs> Cherokee. Our, our violin player is Japanese. You know, so, yeah, we call it Celtic Rock fusion but it's not really all about our ethnicity or the ethnicity of the lead singer it's just kind of a sound and an imagery that we like and the pagan imagery and everything so i think making those things work is part of what makes life interesting oh yeah absolutely actually daniel 
on my first year anniversary. Wow. Almost five years ago. Uh, <laughs> did, uh, no woman, no cry on my world reggae party. Do you remember that? Yeah, we, were, we were live in studio. We were live on the studio, and he did it. And, you know, that was one of my favorite shows, actually. But, uh, oh, yeah, he did No Woman, No Cry. So big ups for uh, Daniel over here. So let's also get into some plugs here for Sharon. Oh, yeah. What are you working on now? What you're about to do? I know you got a new album out called Portals. Uh, Yep. And I'm just trying to refocus. I know we're all kind of, you know, having fun and getting casual, and that's good. But now let's – Discuss what you're working on right now and, and in the near future. Okay, well, what we're working on right now is booking our tour. <laughs> Man, does that take a lot of time? Like all. Oh, when is the tour? Uh, well, it's starting April 28th, and we go through the southern states on our way to Caldera Music Festival, which I'm sure all of your listeners know about by now. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. About. So, not every pagan artist, but boy, a, a goodly percentage of every pagan artist you've ever heard of is playing at this thing. <laughs> so yeah, I want to go, but I don't know about the money just yet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hope you can go. It sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh yeah, it does. And Daniel and um, will be there with his band. Yay! As well, Dragon's Head will be there. One of our Looking forward to hearing it. Yes. Oh, yes. So, so that's yeah, good. So that's, uh, April 28th, are, that's not a long time from now. Yeah, we we start and we don't get back until late September to return to produce the, our own music festival, which is called Texan Fest. And then right oh. the weekend after that, we go back out again. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. And I know it's not easy to book your own tour because we did it and i also wanted to let you know that if you pass through northern virginia that, you must that come and see yeah us. yeah we might be able to help you out or split a show like we might be able to say okay we oh. can split a show with epic Air. there's a couple of places or even at a unitarian church would actually might pay some some somewhat real money so my, hey, i live with two great. unitarian uh, ministers so there could I definitely be Unitarian Church gig possibilities and a local club gig possibility if you happen to be passing through Northern Virginia. So I just want to keep keep that in your mind. We we oh, do yeah. happen to be passing through Northern Virginia, so I will be talking to you about that. <laughs> That'll be great. That'll be great. She said yes. Uh, oh, cool. Anyway, we're yep. at the half hour, and I wanted to go home, uh, go ahead and play another song. Sorry, I. Um. This one was called Whisper, and I wonder if you could just maybe give us a brief description of this one, A Whisper. Yes. It, you know, I, I can't help but point out, it sounds like you have not got the full song titles for some reason. Oh, it's called uh, that's how it's written in my, sorry, that's how it's written in my, uh, yeah, but no the worries. other one, it says, it says Secrets <laughs> of Your Skin is the other one I had. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I wrote abbreviations on my on the Blog Talk Radio page. This is something I sometimes no worries. <laughs> so it's called Whisper Your Name, and it's about a uh, a talisman in the form of a a magical jewel that binds these two lovers together when they're apart. You know, romantic again. That's how we roll. We're mush heads. Um, but All it's right. really about you know symbol and tokens and how. 
it can just be a rock or a stick, and yet it can have so much more meaning than that. It can be something that a spell is woven into that then can evoke for you the meaning that you've given it later when you need to draw on that. So that's really what it's about, is the power of symbol and the the power of of nature, you know, it's a, right. it's a ruby to uh, bind love together. And that's one very important thing for any of those listening that are new to all of us uh, about the pagan path is is it's allegorical and it's symbolic, you know, and there's, there's a lot, and it's about what you do with those. So I think that was a, a great uh, explanation of that. Versus, here's the written word; it's the law. That's the difference. It's allegorical and symbolic. So anyway, here's yep. the song, and we will be right back. Okay, we'll come back after this with Sharon Knight.
So mm-hmm. that's been a treat because all of our buddies made our album sound so much better. <laughs> and that was how I started. Yeah, we we had a local piper here that plays the Yuli and the Little Irish pipes, and yeah. we were probably going to incorporate him on the second album and bring in some guest musicians. Sometimes you have to be careful with that because then you can't reproduce it a lot. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. right. oh, we don't have our piper, piano player, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But anyhow, <laughs> um, so talk a little bit about – now, I don't know if you wrote this album as a concept, but talk a little bit about Portals itself. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes people, especially me, I'm 40-ish something, and uh, five-ish or whatever, and, you know, I, I grew up in the era where sometimes the album had a theme, you know, Pink Floyd, The Wall, or Queensryche, Operation Mindcrime, or whatever you can think about, uh, so many of them, and I'm curious if you had, like, an idea of this thing feeling like an entire theme, an entire organic thing, or, or was it more just yeah. collections of songs? Anyway, that, that's kind of my... It, it my definitely has a... It definitely has a theme. Um, it, it's a little bit loose, but the overarching theme is basically that it's envisioned as an otherworldly circus. So because we tour so much and we uh, we end up sitting in on other people's shows and then they sit in right. on our shows. So each show is a little bit different and has an element of spontaneity to it because of that. And it's one of the my favorite things about touring so we thought that it would be really great if we could create an album that sort of conveyed that feeling and so mm-hmm. um so it's envisioned as a touring carnival and uh, you know we play at fairy worlds and the new york fairy festival and pagan festivals and so there's a very strong magic and mythic theme and all of the other performers at these events have their very own strong sense of magic. So we envisioned that, uh, you know, each of these performers wields their own magic through their own music and they open up portals into these other realms. So that's basically the theme and it features S.J. Tucker and Wendy Wu and Heather Dale and uh, Sonia Draculich from Fawn and Stella Mara and Nathaniel Johnstone from Abney Park. And it's just got all of these great musicians on different songs that lends their own unique character to that song. And it really does sort of open up another portal that Winter and I may not have been able to open just by ourselves. So that's basically the concept is, you know, this touring, ever-evolving, rotating, changing circus of performers who come together and then part ways again and then come together with, another group and that's that yeah she just took my next question so but i'm going to ask it <laughs> anyway what other artists have you um worked with and you mentioned uh, a few right there wendy wool which um uh, we still want her to come on Main Street Universe when she's able to and yeah she'll be yeah, nervous she's great. Yes. yes and um she's great i love her yeah, Twafadia on twice and oh, I love um, them too. Kellyanna, mm-hmm. Jenna yeah, Green we had on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we had a lot of different singers, so but which yeah. ones have which ones other than the ones that we just mentioned have you worked with? 
Um, well, we've definitely done shows with all of the people that you've mentioned, and okay. we couldn't fit cool. them all on portals. I wish we could. Um, oh, somebody else just came to mind. Oh, yeah, um, Tricky Pixie, who is a, a band that S.J. Tucker is in with Alexander James Adams and Betsy Tinney. They they both play on portals, and we do a fair amount of shows and sitting in on each other's sets there. Oh, boy, who else have we played with? Let's see. Um, we've played with Tuathadea. We've definitely done a bunch of stuff with Kellyanna and Wendy Rule, Heather Dale. Oh, let's see. Who else can I think of? Fawn and Omnia, because we've played at Fairy World. Corvus Corax, that was a fun show to share. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And we are. Uh, yeah. Eliana here locally at the local witchy store, Sticks and Stones. Yeah. So it was it was a really – I think I was actually expecting it to be a smaller show because I'm like, how are they going to do a show in here? <laughs> the place was yeah. pretty small. And what it was kind of in the back. Store? It, it, yeah, it was – it was in the back area, and she just brought. She didn't have any equipment. She just brought her drum and just sang, like she brought her little, yeah. you know, Celtic-looking yeah. drum, and she just kind of that sang. Sound like what she did in Great. Yeah, and it was fun. It was about fifty women. I think I, me and Kevin Bear were the only two men in this place. <laughs> and right. I think oh, I also found out that this war was also a coven, because all, all these women I noticed they just kind of had this like relationship in it. And one or two of them, I think, were even like, shh, don't tell anybody you saw me. And, you know, they were like older ladies in the broom closet kind of thing, you know. So, because I worked yeah. in the public. I worked at a very public store. So, it was it was kind of a funny experience. <laughs> and um, But what I was- talked to her for a while after. We had a nice conversation. And um, <clears throat> she was very pleasant. She was actually on our show the same week uh, at that time. Yeah. So, She's been on recently as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... I'm starting to meet some of these folks. Yeah, I, I've though I've been doing this. I've been doing Main Street Universe. I haven't gone to a lot of these pagan gatherings. I have, uh, but yeah. Janice has she's like all of them, yeah. and she talks to Selena Fox like every other day. You know, so Janice is like, <laughs> awesome. miss, you know, in in touch with the pagan community, and me, I was a little more you know eclectic and they don't know all these folks, but I've heard their names. You know. So anyway, so I'm kind of getting we're getting out there more with our band Dragon's Head. So you'll probably be seeing us around. And I look forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. I have a question. Okay, Janice has another question. Hold on, let me okay. hand the mic over to her. All right. Do you have anything in portals that are kind of reggae-like <laughs> or reggae-like? Not a single uh, thing. Nope. I play both. Huh? <laughs> She's laughing. Okay. Probably not. Yeah, we, I mean, there's definitely like a bluesy Americana thing going on, but but yeah, nothing that resembles reggae. Ah, uh, but well, I take like I said earlier, I do have a reggae show, so um, and I did yeah. do the um, St. Patrick's Day because it was on a Thursday, so I did the uh, Irish reggae well, you've done special. A, a Iranian reggae too. Oh yes, oh yes, I I do all types oh. of. Oh, um, World Reggae Party. So I sought after, um, well, we do a lot of Bob Marley and a lot of his children, but I, but the main thing is to seek after um, acts that are uh, part of the world stage. So I've had Arabic yeah. Reggae, and it does assist. Uh, um, 
Definitely yeah, Trinidad, Jamaica, um, Aruba, uh, St. Thomas, uh, which is part of the Caribbean islands, uh, which is also good. But I have a lot of, of reggae artists that are not mainstream, like uh, David Portez, uh, whose name used to be Rastasize, who was Polish, or who is Polish, and... Um, but uh, we are kind of coming down to it here. We're down to the last um, 10 minutes. So what I want you to do is just once again plug whatever which what you're about to do, your website. By the way, the website will be attached to the show archive. I think it's not attached right now, but we actually get ma- many more archive listens than, than, than live. So it could yeah, go up 1,000, 2,000, even 3,000, uh, but it usually happens. This media people often listen to on their own time. They often oh, don't yeah. do it live, yeah, depending on the yeah, depending on the type of show. And you've probably done shows like this, right? I bet you've been on Pagans tonight before and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all yep, right. Yeah. Anyway, so any plugs you want to get out there? And well, yeah, sure. I mean, I would like to meet all of you who are listening. You know, that's really such a great joy about being a touring musician and what makes all of the hard elements worth it is meeting people and connecting over music. So, you know, come to some shows. A lot of our shows we do as suggested donations. So, you know, you you don't even need to worry about a ticket price. You can just show up, enjoy the music, throw something in our tip basket if you want to pick up a CD or two. And, uh, you know, Go to SharonKnight.net. We've got a tour page, and you can really find out all about Winter and I right there on our website. I'm I'm walking back from the post office, so I probably sound like I'm out of breath. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I would love for you to just you can find me on Facebook and on Twitter, and my website SharonKnight.net. It's got our full tour calendar. It's got portals. You can listen to portals. You can listen to our other albums. You can check out our recent music video that we did for Porcelain Princess and just kind of get to know us. And if you like what we've got going on online, check out our tour calendar when we're going to be in your area and come to our shows. Okay. Oh, yeah. We'd love to meet you. That's one last thing. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, my last question is um, what is your best or most favorite single? Of off own. of our music of your or own music. anybody's music. Oh my goodness. I've been doing this for a long time. What pops into my head is a song from my last album, Neo Folk Romantique, is the name of the album, and the song is called Fire in the Head. It's the first song on the album and it still sticks with me. It's about a mountain in Wales that is enchanted. It's said that a giant presides over it and will grant you Coasting madness or death, depending on what he deems you worthy of. So aspiring yeah. poets go to try their fate sleeping beneath the mountain, and some of them get poetry and some of them get death. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, very interesting. We're going to have to look that up. But anyway, we yeah. have one final here uh, to to close out with here, and this one is Secrets of Your Skin. Maybe you can just briefly describe uh, this song to the folks before we head out. Okay, sure. 
Uh, the song name is Scent of Your Skin, just so you know. I'm sorry, it's Scent. <laughs> I was looking at something else. And no worries. <laughs> your skin. <laughs> no worries. Um, yeah, that that's a love song. That song, um, it's on the album. It goes right from Whisper Your Name right into that song, so they're they're combined. And it's, you know, it's just, it's a love song about longing and parting and instead of a jewel binding you together, the memory of the scent of your lover's skin is what keeps them holding on until they see each other again. Where my brains? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much. And this one, and also we'll communicate after about if you pass through Northern Virginia, don't, let's not forget that. Oh, so that yeah. We can, we can get together and maybe split a show, maybe a couple, and a few of them could be for money. Like I said, I live with two Unitarian ministers. There's two church opportunities. That would be wonderful. Yeah. I support that. we got to right. get some money, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank right. you very well, much great. for joining us. Thanks so for, much, Karen. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for and having everybody. me. Yeah. Uh, you've been listening to Main Street Universe. Our guest is Sharon Knight, re-enchanting the world one song at a time. And here is Scent of Your Skin. <laughs>
forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network.